Hi, this is Annika Ditzler. I interviewed my friend Joaquin Mann's mom, Lucia Fernandez Palicios Carmona, and she is currently 50 and a permanent resident in Oakland, California. Where did you start? So you were in Spain, in Sevilla? Yes, so I was born in Sevilla, um, but I actually went to school in Madrid, and I'm the youngest of eight children, as you might know, Mm -hmm. Um, and for some reason, my parents were always very um, into traveling and even sent my sisters, my older siblings are 20 years older than me. Um, but they would send them out to study abroad. Um, and this was at a time when nobody in Sweden yeah. during Franco in the you know 50s. So nobody was going anywhere. But they wanted them to learn languages and the girls, they wanted them to go to school. Um, so, so, I, so I guess they kind of had like a pretty global view even you know for a town in the south of Spain um, and a pretty traditional family but so I went to school in Madrid and when I finished I had studied communications and there wasn't a lot going on this was like the late 80s early 90s early 90s um, there wasn't a lot going on in Spain in terms of advertising which is what I wanted to do yeah and one of my sisters, um, my sister Chicha, she was an economist and she lived in Washington DC. She had been working for the World Bank for 20 years. She oh, spent a lot of time in DC. And, um, and she, had, she was kind of talking to me about you should consider coming here and doing a master's or just don't, you know, if you go back to Sevilla, you're not going to find a job because unemployment was really high at the time and advertising is just not a lot of going on there. Sure. So, so she kind of planted that seed and I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I think I love the idea of going abroad, but I don't want to take my master's. I wasn't a very good student at the time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done with school. So <laughs> I just wanted to do things. And also at the time, I don't know if it's changed now, but I felt like communications and advertising was something that you had to learn doing and working more yeah, so than listening to somebody tell you about the theory of it. Sure. Um, so I decided, I spoke with my dad and, and he said, why don't you just go for six months and do an internship somewhere and practice, you know, improve your English and take a few classes in school and you bring that experience back and then you can see what you'd like to do next. Um, so I wanted to do that, but I didn't want to go to Washington DC because then if I go there, I'm going to have to live with my sister <laughs> and her husband. And I'm like, that's going to be not that much fun. So I met a friend who had met this guy from San Francisco that had spent a year in Sevilla. And I spoke with him and he's like, yeah, I did an internship at an ad agency. It was called Cox Communications and here's the number of my contacts. You should just go there and I'm sure they'll hire you. Oh, perfect. I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) Well, San Francisco sounds great. It's a little far, but it's not as scary as New York, which was like the mecca of advertising at the time. I'm like, I'll do that. 
So I convinced one of my really good friends to come with me. Um, but, oh, here's Joaquin. So anyway, oh, I convinced my friend to come with me so I didn't have to come by myself. But then, a week before... Your friend from school? My friend from Spain. Okay. Um, one of my friends is like, yeah, I'll go with you for six months and we'll get an apartment together. It's going to be awesome. Um, and two, three days before coming, she decided that she wasn't going to. She's like, oh, no, I have an ear infection. She was like, I big hypochondria. She came oh, no. eventually, but it took her like four months. So you had to come along. Yeah, so I came by myself. I'm like, I, and this was December. I'm like, okay, I said I'm going, so I'm going. Yeah. I came by myself, it was early December, and it was probably one of the scariest things I've ever done, because I was 21, I think, 20, 21, I can't remember, 21, um, and I mean, it was super exciting, but I literally had... <laughs> You knew nobody. I knew nobody. Because the, the guy who referenced number, you wasn't he was, there, right? He was in Sevilla. Yeah. And he had given me the number of a friend of his. Um, but my arrival was, we had booked... Okay, this is how ignorant we were. Um, my brother had been in San Francisco at some point. My oldest brother. And we, I, I had booked a hotel, what I thought was a hotel, which was the YMCA. Um, because it was like, oh, it's like for, you know, Catholic girls. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Perfect. That um, place was in the middle of the Tenderloin, mm -hmm. like literally in Golden Gate Avenue. Like oh, the God. taxi did not want to drop me off there, but he did. And we had booked a week, but I stayed for like literally three nights. So I stayed the first night. I mean, this was crazy. They were like, I mean, you know what the Tenderloin looks yeah. like. So the following day, I got up and went to right by Civic Center. There was a big tourism office, and I, at the time, there wasn't internet, so I bought a map, and I told the guy, can you please um, highlight in this map the safe areas of this city? Because I need to look for an apartment, and then tell me how do people look for an apartment here? Yeah. Um, and she's like, we usually use the paper, and these are the areas. And he highlighted like the marina and Nob Hill, you know, kind of like the center. Um. So I bought a paper and started calling places, and went to see an apartment like on Pine and Powell that afternoon, and got it. So the following day, I think. It was, I needed two days or something. They needed two days. Um, so I stayed one more night in this place and then I moved in. So it's wow. like this little furnished apartment. So from there, like that whole month, I spent like the whole month by myself. It was kind of, because I was trying to be sensible, so I didn't want to talk to people. But it was like a huge learning. Like I'd never been to a laundromat or, you know, just right. like basic things. Um and then I started writing and calling to all these places for internships. Remember, we didn't have internet, so I had to like literally look like in the phone oh, book, right. all these ad agencies. And it was December; nobody's taking interns in December. They're like, "Great, we'll consider you for the summer." I'm like, "The summer?" Uh -uh. So yeah, for a month I didn't speak to a single soul. And then I called this guy, and we did go out to dinner in North Beach, and. 
that was fine. And then on top of that, I was calling my house in back in Spain saying, no, no, this is great. I was like freaking out. <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then I signed up for a couple of classes in school. Um, and that's when I started meeting people and, and then things became better. But yeah. Wow. That's kind of how it was. Did she get to the river crossing part yet? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um yeah, thanks. yeah, you can leave. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um Okay, so then did you come home after that? Or were you have you been here pretty much no, ever since? No, so I stayed oh gosh. So I stayed um this was in December. I stayed through July. Eventually I did get my internship. <laughs> um Oscar off. And then um my friend came in April. In that time, I met, okay, and, and don't get any crazy ideas. I would not recommend this to anyone, okay? <laughs> but I totally fell in love with Joaquin's dad. Um, and we started dating. And then by the time I went back to Spain, all in July, all I wanted to do was to come, come back. back to oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So we were... Um, writing and calling all the time then he came to Spain in October and then um, at some point he asked me to marry him and I'm like yes of course and my family was like oh my god <laughs> um, I remember my dad saying or was it the priest you know we grew up with a priest in my house did I can tell you did that not story? know that oh my god so wow. this is crazy this, this is like the best story, except that it's not immigration related. But um, when my parents only had four kids in the 50s, this priest that was a writer and had been living in Munich um, in Germany needed to go to the south of Spain to write a book that they had commissioned him to write about some saint. Okay. Um, who had been the founder of my school, this archbishop. He's a saint now. He wasn't a saint then. Um, and he lived with a sister of my dad who didn't have any kids and then eventually and hated living there because she was like super boring and met my parents and the three of them became best friends and moved into our house. Wow. Forever. Like in your house or was there a little... No, 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 no. In our house. Wow. Like he had in the upstate. It was a big house because there were eight of us. Although yeah. we were never really there under the same roof. But although, except for Christmas. But um, <laughs> upstairs he had like a kind of like a, his room and then a big place where he had his books and where he worked. Wow. But he... so were you I close grew with up, him? Uh, yeah, he was like my dad. Yeah. Like, I grew up thinking that every little girl had a priest in their house. <laughs> I'm like, I, I totally thought it was the norm. And he, when my mom, my mom died when he was, when I was 16. And um, he and my dad stayed living together like the odd couple. Oh. <laughs> it was like, they were like the funniest thing. <laughs> and then, um, and then when my dad died about, what, 12, 13 years ago. Um, he still stayed until he died himself 10 years ago oh. and then you know we moved out of the house but yeah, yeah he was like he was like wow. another parent I did not know that and an awesome priest he, was, he had like books have been written about him like he would be thrown because he was against Franco even though the church was supposed to support yeah. Franco 
and he would, at some point he became well known in Sevilla and he was a director of a newspaper so he would get like um, he would publish articles that were supposed to be censored and he would get thrown into jail so my mom would have to go get him out it was like crazy no, and eventually they even put like a street named after him and everything wow but he was a great guy yeah that's great amazing guy. yeah um anyway so the priest was like yes you can marry whoever you want just don't do it just now so we waited a year and then eventually we got married where did you get married in san francisco no in sevilla oh wow yeah Oh. Yeah, it was a the great wedding. Do the wedding? Yeah, totally. That's amazing. Yeah, and he was cool. This is a sign of what a cool priest he was because um, Joaquin's dad, David, was Jewish, and you know we're—I mean, we're Catholic, yeah. right? So, but he—he um, he was super happy for us. He didn't care, and in fact, he um, during the ceremony, I still remember this vividly, like. In, in Spain, weddings are like a lot more serious, or at least they were at the time. And it was, it's always like the groom and the bride, and then the father of the bride and the mother of the groom. Okay. So they're the only ones that see, and you don't have like... No bridesmaids. No, or... no, none of that. Um, so the priests spend the whole ceremony talking about, you know, the Jewish people are like the foundation of Christianity, and we have so many things in common, and this is so great that... 30 years ago this wouldn't have been possible but then the church reformed and now this is allowed and this the Jewish people this and that and he was like saying all these good things and my dad literally my dad was a big joker <laughs> he leans down and he's like the priest is gonna have to take confession after this <laughs> it's like in the middle of my wedding I'm like dad quiet he's really cute that's amazing yeah well, that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, so I then we I got married. Know. I came back. Um, and, and yeah, and then we, we, I got a job. And I got a job at an ad agency from New York that had just opened here in San Francisco because they had gotten the Bank of America account. Okay. Um, I was a receptionist. I was probably the worst receptionist <laughs> ever. Confirmed by the person who eventually, you know, I got to to know really well. Yeah. But the good thing is that because it was small, I was um, working really hard and had time to kind of catch up. And then I got promoted very quickly. Oh, good. Um, how long did? How long were you in San Francisco until you guys came here? I was there until four years ago, so right. 25 years, oh, wow. 23 years maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And yes. you were with that company for? I was there for eight years. By the time I left, I was a media supervisor, um, and I learned a lot. I worked really hard, but I really loved it, and I met great people that many of whom are still my, because when you're an immigrant... Um, you kind of create your own family away, and I'm yeah. still super close with my real family. But my friends, many of them here. become like your little community. Yeah. And interestingly enough, because um, my specialty was the Latino market, so the agencies that I've worked with have always had that um, oh, focus. There, yeah. A lot of my friends happen to be of Latin American descent, like. Two of my best friends are from Puerto Rico, one is from Colombia, one is from Venezuela. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. 
as an American friends too. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That was did yeah. not know any of that. That's amazing. Very much a real immigrant story. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And you know what? Um, um, I 